You are listening to the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. Business. 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 Recommendation, 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 promotion, entrepreneurship, live shows, live shows, music, live shows, touring, streaming, streaming, hustling, overcoming so overcoming, then anxiety, accomplishment, dealing, progress. This is episode 85 of the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. To accompany episode 84 with Bruce Ackerman from Printavo, I decided to reach out to some past guests and ask questions about the merch they sell and if they had any tips for artists that are looking to increase their sales. In this episode, you'll hear from Sensei Mika Tiska, also known as Mr. Fastfinger, from episode 9, Amy Chatterley from Dekesis, episode 62, Oriana Setz from episodes 19 and 58, Mark Summerlin from Honeyjack, episode 22, and finally, Nika Comet from Chase the Comet that we heard from in episode 39. Before we get stuck into the episode, what better way to round out a merch discussion than to tell you about some items I am releasing on my own store today. I recently decided to commission some artwork on Fiverr and found an artist with the Instagram handle Pooh Obscurum. You may have noticed I'm a big death metal fan, and as I understand it, this artist has been working in the underground metal scene for at least 10 years. If you need some metal artwork done, I've put a link in the show notes so you can go check out his work. I'm super happy with the results, and if you are a fan of death metal artwork, then you'll definitely dig it. So available now, there are two versions of the shirt, couple of mask designs with the logo, as well as two styles of 30-ounce laser engraved tumblers with the same logo. Check them out at store.musiconyourownterms.com or click the link in the show notes. To celebrate the release of this new design, I'm giving away a shirt and a mask of the winner's choice to one randomly selected subscriber to my email list. Just go to musiconyourownterms.com and click the subscribe button at the top of the page. But make sure you do it before October 31st, because I'll be drawing a name on Sunday, November 1st, 2020. On with the episode. First up is Mika Tiska, also known as the Sensei Mr. Fastfinger, one of my favorite guitar players. He was kind enough to send me his responses to my questions. I respect this moment. What is your biggest seller? My biggest seller right now is Skype guitar lessons private lessons one-on-one with students Um, that's it right now um, I don't have a huge sales with uh, music uh, like CDs or anything Uh, I haven't released anything new in half a year so uh, the lessons are keeping me busy and, and making sure I get some income what sells the best apart from CDs and shirts? For me, it's really all kind of instructional material. Uh, I've created uh, various packages uh, with um, video breakdown of how to play the songs and solos. And uh, uh, I've included 
tablature transcriptions and um, backing tracks everything so you can uh, enjoy working on on the stuff and play along um, it's all kind of instructional material really what unusual item do you sell as merch oh um, right now i'm not sure if i have anything very unusual there on my shop but i've sold things like a limited edition uh, cassettes where i uh, created 20 pieces of uh, home recorded cassettes uh, with printed uh, covers and everything um, of the one album and it was a cool thing that i just wanted to pull off and i was kind of skeptic if anybody would actually be interested in but yeah i, f I found uh, some very uh, enthusiastic people who just wanted to have that cassette uh, for me I, i've become a tape head and i i love these uh tapes and uh, it was a cool thing to pull uh, and i was very glad that it was uh, taken uh, by the fans so uh, so well what is one tip you can give other musicians about selling to be honest i'm not sure i think i would be the one who needs tips from other musicians about selling things but uh, i would say uh, keep it personal um, i mean have your personal personal touch in things um, don't pretend like you're running a corporation if there's only one guy behind it or two guys um, uh, limited edition things can be really cool uh, small things uh, are beautiful uh, but how to make money with that uh, it's another question um, every now and then uh, uh, surprise your fans with something out of the box next we hear from Amy Chatterley from Dekesis who are a band that exemplify the DIY model and bootstrap pretty much everything they do here are Amy's responses one of our biggest sellers is definitely our bundle collections. Um, we have a couple of different bundles available on our merch store, but our ultimate collection bundle has everything from a CD to some patches, pin badges, uh, hoodie, t-shirt, and signed photographs. And that seems to be the most popular um, at the moment with our fans. I think after our bundles are best-selling products that aren't t-shirts and cds is definitely our patches and our tote bags and also our hats um lots of people tend to pick these up at shows as well as in store and our tote bags have been really popular this year um, with people trying to cut down on waste and look at alternatives for when they go shopping so that's been um a real success for us with the tote bags um we're trying to be as eco-friendly as possible so all of our merchandise as well is vegan and made out of recycled materials where possible including our digipack for our latest album which is also made out of recycled materials so the eco-friendly aspect seems to be a big seller as well with our merch as for unusual items 
Um, in the past, we've sold drum skins and things like that, which have proven quite popular. But during our last crowdfunding campaign, we sold some copies of our um, flag. We have a big red flag uh, that we waved on stage um, during the last album cycle for The New Dawn. And when we released the crowdfunding campaign for the new album, Fractures, uh, one of the perks for that was um, five uh, handmade replica flags which all got snapped up so we made those all by hand um, down to cutting the material and printing it and painting them ourselves and putting them together so that's probably the most unusual piece of merch that we've sold um, but you know they're all sold out now so <laughs> we don't have any more um, one tip on selling merch online or at a gig I would say um, make sure that it's displayed nicely and cater to all requirements So um, and everyone's budget. So you want to have uh, merchandise in a top price range. And you also want to have little bits of merch that's more affordable, something that's 50p or a pound or, you know, depending on the country that you're selling in and the currency that you're using, something that, that is very affordable um, so that people have options and even if they don't have a lot of expendable cash on them, um, either at a show or online, they can still purchase something from you. Oriana Setz is an artist I've talked to in two different episodes and has the benefit of a large demographic in part due to her bilingual songs, but also her folk sensibilities that lend themselves well to the type of craft items she sells. Here's Oriana. Hi, my name is Oriana Setz. I am a singer-songwriter from Ecuador and I'll be sharing a bit about my merch. Uh, my best seller is definitely uh, this jewelry that's handmade by artisans um, that uh, with the design of a chameleon and a puzzle piece. One represents my logo, the other one is one of my singles titles, puzzle piece. So. Uh, those are definitely the best sellers. People love them. They're handmade. They're made by this seed called Dawa, which is like the new ivory and it's uh, eco-friendly. Um, so that's for sure the thing that people love the most. I would say that what sells best besides CDs and t-shirts is something that's creative, something that's made by yourself or, or, or crafty. Um, especially for people who do music that's a bit raw, a bit organic sound, like folk. I think that's very important. And of course, to connect it with the songs that you're writing. Like, for instance, I was saying I have this puzzle piece that represents one of my singles because of the title. So things like that are very important because then it really stays in the memory of your audience, the people that listen to you. And they want the merch because it reminds them of their favorite songs. An unusual item that I sell as merch um, is these VR, uh, virtual reality goggles. And I do this because I have a 360 video or virtual reality video. Um, so the way I promote that is by 
having some of these goggles on my merch table and people are very curious they're like oh what is this why are you selling them what are they and then i i tell them about my video it's a good reason to share it with them and then they watch it they go curious and then most of them have never seen those small goggles before so it's a really um just small and cheap way to share your music and and give them an experience of just something for them to buy or take with them but an experience of watching a video 360. My tip for artists and bands selling their merch would be to really connect with the people right after their shows, for instance, and have a talk with them. Don't just stand there next to the table waiting for them to reach out to you, but you be the host. You talk to them, thank them for coming to see you, have a bit of a chat with them, and then uh, they'll be interested. Mark Summerlin from Honeyjack is up next. Having been a music director for Seal and on tours with several Disney singers, there's no doubt he picked up a few tips from those gigs that he now brings to the table for Honey Jack. Check it out. Hey, Simon. Mark Summerlin here with Honey Jack. Uh, thanks for including us again in your show. Um, you had some questions about merch, so I'll run those down now. Um, what is your biggest seller? Uh, for us, it's definitely there are two T-shirts that are that are pretty much uh, neck and neck. Um, it was our logo tee for a long time. It's a very simple, understated logo shirt. It's got like a, a mascot that we kind of use. Some bands have like their logo and then they have like some other symbol or emblem. Ours is a combination of that uh, with just like a simple circle around it. And it it's understated. And I think that that, that kind of brings me to the second shirt that does really well. Um, it, it, it's called Hawksbill Crag, and that won't mean anything to, to people outside of Arkansas. It's just like a local natural landmark, like part of a mountain, sort of local pride sort of thing. But again, and, and, and any band or artist could probably find something to represent locally that would spark, you know, interest from people that are from that area. It, it, it's a good idea. But the reason both of those shirts do well in my opinion is that they're both kind of understated. We've got some loud bolder shirts, but I think that people are going to gravitate towards the more understated ones because you can wear them in, in more uh, scenarios, you know, more occasions. I love big, loud, bold rock shirts, but it's almost like if, unless you're at a rock concert or a biker bar or, or something like that, you're really, you're probably not going to wear that shirt. Um, but just going out, maybe throwing a jacket or a shirt over it where you can still kind of see it. Um, I think the understated ones do really well. Um, as far as what sells the best apart from shirts and CDs, there really isn't. I mean, CDs kind of do the same as everything else for us. Um, t-shirts sell the most, at least from, from our experience. Um, t-shirts sell the most by far. Um, people who want CDs are your collector types. Um, they're great to have, you know, but really for me, it's the same thing as the other things that we sell. Um, which, which kind of rolls into your third question. What unusual item do you sell as merch? Um, we do like wrist wristbands, like sweat wristbands, um, kind of seventies, the seventies, uh, headband, but it's not a headband. It's the, the wristbands. I love those. I, 
they do okay. I mean, it's not like they're a huge seller, but it's neat to see them, you know, pictured on the online store or up on the merch board at a show. Um, I love, I love seeing those. I think that they kind of fit, they kind of fit what we do and the era that we represent. Um, and then one tip you can give other musicians about selling merch online or at a gig. Um, make it easy to order. It, it just make your ordering process simple. Advertise free shipping. Just do free shipping. If you're worried about shipping costs, mark your stuff up a dollar or two. Just don't worry about it. Just say free shipping. You want it to look as simple and easy as possible. Light, uh, just some simple lighting, rope lighting or small, uh, like trade show lighting on your, on your merch booth at shows, anything to call attention to it. Uh, clubs are dark sometimes. It also helps. So you, know, you can see, see what your merch is. Don't just, don't just throw it up, up there. Uh, simple lighting is worth the time and worth you know, a small investment. We have recently started using QR codes. Um, we have a merch booth now that doesn't need anyone to be there manning it. Uh, any of your online store platforms will be able to, to, to accept and read a QR code. We have our setup to where you can walk up to the merch booth, hold your camera phone up to it. It sees the QR code and takes you right to that item. You literally just hit buy. And then we look at the orders and, and it gets shipped out the, the, the next day or two. Um, just start doing it. It's contactless now. You know, you don't have to yell in someone's face during quarantine at a loud club. Uh, the QR codes are a really good idea. If you haven't already started doing that, um, as live shows are kind of starting to, to, to start up again, uh, look into the QR codes and, uh, that's pretty much it, man. Again, I appreciate you, you having us. I love merch. I think merch is one of the most fun things about being a fan of a band. And, um, hopefully this was, uh, was helpful to you. Talk to you soon. Finally, Nika Comet from the band Chase the Comet is no stranger to the hustle of connecting with fans to build a relationship and create an experience rather than just selling things to them. She graciously took the time to record this response and gave some great tips. Hey, Simon, thank you so much for the questions that you sent out. And uh, thank you so much for um, wanting to pour some light on this um topic. Uh, and of course, uh, I'm happy to share uh, our experience uh, with uh, selling merch. Uh, because of course, uh, you know, during these hard times when we uh, almost don't play shows, uh, it's it's good to have uh, this opportunity to give this opportunity to our fans, to give this opportunity to support us to our fans. Um, and um, Let's start with the first question. Uh, what is uh, your biggest seller? It's hard to tell um, what um, precise... Uh, mm, it, it's hard to tell that precisely what our biggest seller is uh, because uh, um, I guess it just depends on uh, um, the fan and uh, on uh, the level of commitment to our band because uh, of course um, our biggest fans they try to get every item of merch that we have um, and uh, I would say our most expensive item that we have um, 
in our store is um, our all over printed uh, out of uh, the Matrix hoodie. Uh, so it's not just a, a merch print on the front. It actually has um, all surface of the hoodie printed as the cover of our album. And it's very expensive to print. Uh, we don't print them uh, up front. We, uh, we have them available for pre-order so people can pre-order. Um, and then um, we order them at the production company and it takes over a month to print them. Uh, and that's why they're so expensive. Uh, but uh, initially we didn't even plan to sell those. I just ordered one for myself and then fans just uh, started asking uh, how they can order this. So the, we made it available for $150, uh, which is a lot, but uh, it's really, really worth it. Uh, next question, uh, what sells the best apart from shirts and CDs? Okay, well, let me think what sells what sells uh, the best apart from shirts and CDs. Um, we have our music on uh, USB drives um, that um, have a form of a guitar. Um, I can I can say that. Um, People buy them too, and actually, I can't. I can't kind of find a winner um, after shorts and CDs because uh, they uh, definitely sell the best. And I'm actually super surprised that um, CDs, um, you know, they can kind of win this uh, competition. Um, and and uh, of course, it's because we we um, have a fantastic offer for our debut CD. Right now, we're selling it for just one dollar. Um, and uh, of course, you know, people people want to have a piece uh, of music signed. And uh, though it's you know, streaming services pretty much won over CDs and uh, cassettes. Um, CDs sell pretty well still because it's uh, memorabilia and a lot of people still listen to CDs in the car, um, which is great for us musicians because uh, selling one CD, which is usually around 20 bucks uh, when it just, uh, you know, releases, um, it's uh, as much as you make for like thousands of streams. So it's uh, definitely, definitely a great uh, piece of merch to have. Um, and uh, as, a, as a tip, because I see a question about a tip, um, for CDs, I would recommend musicians to print smaller amounts. Yes, that will cost you more for CDs, um, but uh, you will make it back sooner rather than you order a thousand CDs and then it takes you years to sell it. Um, so it's better to have, uh, you know, a hundred CDs that you can always reprint, uh, <coughs> but, um, your, uh, ROI return of investment is going to be, uh, much higher and you're, you're going to get it back much sooner. Uh, what unusual item do you sell as merch? Um, well, Alex is telling me here drumsticks. Uh, yeah, well, for us, it can be an unusual item because we actually don't have a drummer in the band. Um, and, uh, we, we had, uh, some drumsticks that Alex was using when practicing, uh, drums. Um, and Alex plays guitar in our band, for those who do not know. Um, so, uh, uh, we had a few drumsticks, um, on sale 
and uh, they sold out super quickly. And we were amazed. We were like, wow, that's, you know, that's really funny. Um, and another unusual item I would sell, I would say, um, I sell uh, the Deathly Hallows uh, choker for girls, you know, because uh, sometimes girls do not want to buy anything. Um, it's more like of a guy's thing, you know, to go buy a shirt. Well, mostly, of course, it, it's not really true for everybody. It's just what I, um, you know, see from uh, selling merch uh, online and uh, during shows. So I have something for ladies, too. I have uh, this Deathly Hallows choker, and I also had a guitar necklace, which I sold out successfully. Um, what is the what is one tip you can give other musicians about selling merch either online or at a gig? Okay, so the most important tip is always set up your merch table. Always. Even if you're playing at your friend's uh, backyard show. Even if you're playing at your mom's birthday party. Always set up your merch table. Make sure the lighting is good. Make sure the people know how they can support you. This is very, very important because a lot of musicians would just uh, not give fans or fans to be the opportunity to support them. And, uh, you know, what I really appreciate about Americans is they, they love supporting musicians. And uh, if they know how they can support you, uh, they uh, will do it uh, with pleasure. So always set up your merch table. Make sure it's appealing to people. Make sure it's not lying somewhere in the back and like it's all messed up in the box that looks like shit. Make sure people would want to buy it. Make sure people would want to have this even without, you know, uh, even without... Uh, understanding like it that it's your merch like as i said i'm selling the deathly hellos choker because it looks cool and i wear it and that's why you know it, it it's appealing to people um all we also try to make all our merch really good quality um and looking cool with cool designs you know so that yeah it's it's also very important to make sure you know um what sizes to order um, and of course that also comes with practice and, you know, with, uh, with the time, what, cause you understand, you know, what, uh, sells m better. Um, so just for the beginning, have CDs, as I said, it's also, it's, uh, always cool to have smaller amount printed, uh, than a thousand CDs that you can't sell for years. Um, and maybe one shirt for a start, but always make sure you set it up. It looks cool. It looks very, um, you know, um, like it's not, um, it's folded beautifully. Or, for example, I even have like a cloth rack and we have hoodies. We have a few short designs. So I always put them on uh, hangers and, you know, people can touch it. People can see uh, what material they're made of. It's really good to um, give people an understanding of what, they can be getting, you know? Uh, yeah, well, I can talk about this forever because it's, it's uh, also, you know, trial and error and you just want to make sure uh, you give this opportunity to people and you present it in the best uh, possible light. Oh, there we go. Uh, so 
yeah, I think that's going to be it because uh, this car can go on for a while. Oh, no, it's off. Um, anyway, thank you so much for um, doing this for us musicians. And I really hope that my recommendations can help somebody to make it better. Um, and as Alex mentioned, uh, make sure you have good lighting after uh, after the show. Um, I don't know if it's relevant, uh, but uh, after the show, you can have the lighting on the merch and people can see it, especially if it's dark in the venue. Uh, that's how you're going to attract their attention. And also, uh, it's two-in-one. You can also use that lighting to take pictures. If people want to take a picture with you after the show, and you have that little ring light, which costs like $70 on Amazon, you can ha you can take fantastic pictures that you will be able to post uh, later online. And it it's not going to be you know, super bad quality, super bad lighting, and you're, you won't be embarrassed to post them. And uh, um, since we're all living online right now, when you sell merch online as an artist, you got to make sure people know how to find your store and that they can use it easily without any problems. You got to make sure you have, um, you have all the checkout, um, uh, opportunities uh, with uh, you know so that people could be paying with cards or paypal uh you got to make sure it's convenient and people can use it because it's really easy to um lose a customer if if your website is not friendly if it if it takes forever to load if you're not if you don't have you know like a credit card checkout form you're gonna lose a customer you know they're not gonna come back um, and, uh, uh, it's when you send merch, make sure that, um, it looks good it, and, and always try to give a little bit more than you have to, you know, I always attach a little personal note or a free sticker or something like that. Um, people feel very excited when they get these, uh, packages and, and they, they want to come back. They want to, uh, build a relationship with you, you know, from fan to artist directly. And it's amazing that we have this opportunity nowadays, uh, because it's really, really precious. Um, I hope, uh, this will help to anybody who is interested in, uh, doing this, uh, nowadays. And, uh, thank you again, Simon, for, for talking uh, about this for, uh, raising awareness uh, and for, uh, spreading the word about music and musicians. We really appreciate it. Um, hope you're okay. Everybody stay safe, uh, and, uh, stay positive. Um, this is, this is a message from Chase the Comet. We love you. Bye. I hope you got a ton of great info out of this episode and are able to put the ideas into action with your own merch offerings. I also really want to thank the guests for their input and responding to my questions. Don't forget to check out the new shirt designs at store.musiconyourownterms.com and sign up for the mailing list for a chance to win. Keep pushing the needle and be excellent to each other. Just, 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 yeah, yeah.